I've got a black hole with men stuffed inside it. Oh, I've got Balti Less. Hello there, welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where we take great things that occurred on this day in history, we pitch them against each other, and I lose. <laughs> yes, he's Jake, yep, I'm Nat Tatley, and together we have trawled through the stuck-together freezer drawers of history to find the fish fingers of entertainment, and are serving them to you with the... Do you like baked beans, Julia? Um, the, yes. Don't suck up, With that's not fair the race. Well, I tried to find a food stuff that wasn't terrific <laughs> before I introduced our guest <laughs> Right to a podcast to Julia Rayside, how are you Julia? Hooray, I'm fine thanks Jake, is there anything you want to offer in terms of a bribe or a, mm. a compliment? You could say my hair looks nice, well just, just to get even things Your up Your hair sounds bit. nice Thank you, I've, that was Nat I've, <laughs> I've got in my bike shed <laughs> I don't, I don't um, want it, whatever it is. <laughs> some big pieces of perspex that I can one day reassemble to make the three BBC letters, massive things like nearly <gasps> a metre square, cubed. Where did you lift uh, that those were in from? reception at Television Centre. What? what? And I'll How let you come? <laughs> I don't want to look at them. Turn into a divine comedy Seriously, song. how did you get hold of those? Um, I'm sorry to say there was an auction. And no, I, I bought something from the auction, but I just bought like a sign. And half, I was like, well, if it's all just going, if this is a horrible bum fight, then I'm just going to get some. Because I worked there, which I felt gave me some legitimacy. Did it cost you a million pounds? <laughs> yes, it did. I bitterly regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought something from that. No, so I did. I bought, I bought, I bought like one of those camera test board things. Mm. Um, oh, the what? black and white one. Ooh. Yeah, from oh like the 1960s. God. That was cool. And then we Very stole good. some stuff as well, because um, if you worked at the BBC when they were selling off the television <laughs> centre, um, they, they had like a big last night party where Madness played in the car park and all the staff were just going around unscrewing things and putting them in their bags. <laughs> so we stole quite a lot of stuff as well. But we did, we evened it up by buying something too. Fine. Well, on that tale of criminality, I shall lead us yeah. down the byways into the past to the 20th of June, 1631, and the sack of Baltimore. Now, we all know where Baltimore is, don't we? It's in Ireland. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Nope. Baltimore is a village. Neither did I. In West Cork. No. Um, and it was where a lot of pirates lived and it had a pilchard fishery in the 17th century. But it was the subject to the largest attack of Barbary pirates in the 17th century. They were led by a Dutchman, Jan Janssou van Halen, and the crew was made up of d- the Dutch, the Moroccans, Algerians and Turks. And it was the largest attack. And what they did was they took essentially the whole village and the pilchard fishery into slavery and they sold them into slavery in North Africa. Only two or three of the 107 villagers who were taken ever made their way back to Ireland. Some may have spent the rest of their lives on galleys and never set foot on dry land again. Um, And so the sack of Baltimore, which is still remembered to this day with the name of a pub, which is called the Algerian, um, sack of Baltimore, which led to the emptying out of the village completely for a couple of centuries. It wasn't uh, until the 19th century that we actually started, people started living there again. Um, So it was a disappeared village in Ireland in 1631. That's my most important thing to have happened on the 20th of June. Yeah. Hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I wonder, do either of you know about the Black Hole of Calcutta? Not enough. I know there's something called the Black Hole of Calcutta, but that's Mm. it. You see, this is the thing. Uh, 
I, I chose this because it's one of those things. It's a cultural trope thing that you hear and you don't really know what it is. Well, I can I tell you what it is. It's a phrase my teachers use quite racistly at school fairly regularly. <gasps> oh, good God. Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to the 20th of June, 1756. And a British garrison is imprisoned in the Black Hole of Calcutta. Mm. Uh, this was all about a fort, Fort William, which was established to protect the East India Company, wonderful people, uh, trading in Calcutta. And uh, there was an order uh, to... Uh, sorry, there was an order from the local uh, leader saying, um, you've got to stop fortifying that fort. Uh, it was co-owned by the French and the British. And the French were like, all right, and the French were like, certainly not. Britons never. Ow, ow. So uh, they laid siege to it and they lost the battle. Uh, and 146 soldiers were left behind. And we don't know how many people were crammed into the Black Hole of Calcutta. Some say it was 140 odd. Some say it was somewhere between 64 and 69. In either case, they were crammed into a space measuring 14 by 18 feet. Wow. That was the Black Hole of Calcutta. Mm. They were locked in overnight. And by the next morning, there were only 23 of them left alive. This was all about the East India Company. Uh, and obviously, that is a horrifying story. I will say, though, the East the India... <laughs> well, right. They did directly cause the Great Bengal Famine. Yeah. Uh, this was because they'd been given the rights of taxation. They doubled taxation during a time where there had been problems with the monsoon. They had made it illegal for people to store rice uh, mm -hmm. just because, uh, you know, the prices could fluctuate then and they didn't want that. So you weren't allowed to store rice to cover yourself during hard times. And it meant that 10 million people died. So while the Black Hole of Calcutta is bad... Mm. It's not as bad it as is famine. really not as bad as anything the disgusting East India Company did. As Thank we let that sit, I'm going to take us to the yeah. Now you bring the room back, Nat. You bring it back. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just looking at who we've got, seeing if I've got anyone who's happy at all. Keep uh, it light, keep it light. Birthdays and death days. Happy birthday to Wolf Tone, the leader of the 1798 Irish Rebellion, who was let down by the French and executed. Oh dear, these are just going to get worse. Happy birthday to Lillian Hellman, the American playwright who was blacklisted by the House Un-American Activities Committee for her membership of the Communist Party. Mary McCarthy said that every word she writes is a lie including and and the. Happy birthday to Alexander Wilton, the Scot who moved to the United States to start a bicycle factory in the late 19th century and ended up racing a car that he'd made against Henry Ford in 1901. Uh, he ended up inventing the trucks that move uh, cars around rather than cars themselves. Happy birthday to Bugsy Siegel, the infamous gangster and founder of Murder Incorporated for the National Crime Syndicate. Um, he ended up being assassinated. Um, he was only arrested once, and that was for vagrancy, uh, but his murder remains unsolved. But if you do found something called Murder Incorporated for the National Crime Syndicate, you know, mm. what do you expect? Happy birthday. But to be honest, it just sounds like a sort of Soho <laughs> PR consultancy, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. They've got some great branding for a 
Soft yeah. company. Yeah. Happy death day to Judy Agnew. She was Spiro Agnew's wife. Spiro Agnew, of course, the only vice president whose name is an anagram of grow a penis. Um, when her husband told her that he was going to be vice president of the United States, she, her response was, can you get out of it? Before she burst into tears. Uh, she described her job as just trying to keep the ashtrays clean um, and got into trouble with um, feminist groups in the late 1960s for describing them as silly. Happy death day to Clifton Fadiman, the intellectual author and game show presenter, because in the 1950s that was something you could be. You could be an academic and be the presenter of The Name's the Same and various other radio and television sitcoms. And those are the death days and the birthdays. All of which brings us to mm. the entirely academic verdict of Julia Rayside. <laughs> I like how you've just become a defeatist now. <laughs> it's like I've kicked a puppy for a week and it's finally gone. I'll just stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he stopped moving now. She's still kicking, but it's not moving now. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, I'll sweep really you into a paper horrible. bag. Horrible. Don't make a mess on the carpet. Yeah. Um, okay, let's. <laughs> I've been watching Animal Park. I can't handle this right now. Okay. I mean, if you put a, a layer, of, you can go straight in the compost heap. If there's a layer on top, can't you? Like, oh, wow. God. Just deep enough so that the cat won't pull you out. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> okay, so uh, so it's so it's the sack of Baltimore, mm. the the black hole of Calcutta, yes. and the awfulness. Again, there. two unpleasant so, ha- stories. Yeah, how many slaves was it again they took? They from... took about, well, they, they, 107 definitely, but some reports say up to 230, but it, between one and 200. And then and then Jake, it's like around about 180 soldiers. 10 about, million. <laughs> about 160 made it, no, didn't make it. No, is that right? There, there, yeah, there's a fairly like high death count. But, oh, God, I don't know. Oh, it's so hard. I mean, they're both so sad. I'm sad. I mean, it's not as hard as anything involved. those people went through. <laughs> it actually, in some ways, it's sort actually, of think about I think you're fine. Actually. <laughs> it's quite hot in this room because I have to have the door shut and I'm a little bit warm. Yes. Uh, slightly uncomfortable. Um <laughs> Just, all, I'm yeah. going to say the winner is the Black Hole of Calcutta. You didn't expect oh, that, yes! did you? <laughs> oh, thanks. Giving the score for this week as two to Jake and five to me. <laughs> all right. Julia, thank you so thank much you. for that enduring this. has been a lovely week. Thank you so much. It was much. sort of a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want it to be for the listeners too. Sort of pleasurable. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, sort of upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no you've, you've achieved that, like, absolutely. Well done, yeah. lads. Nailed it. I'm, I'm, I'm literally just casting my eyes to the floor and backing out of the room. <laughs> and so, as we metaphorically back out of the room, thank you all for listening. Get out! Yes. <laughs> yes. Bye, uh, we have a new We have a new date fight starting tomorrow, but in the meantime, thank you so much, Julia Rayside. Thank you uh, so Do yes. check out her fabulous podcast, yes. The Box of Delights, Box of Delights as always, always there. there. Yes. And uh, JM Rayside on Twitter. That's me. Yes. Do that. Do that. Julia, thank you so much. We'll it's been soon. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Bye. Bye.